How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Uh, I'm going hungry, as mm. it is the Thanksgiving season. So you're fasting? I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I have heard that, ideally, you don't really want to starve yourself if you're going to eat more in the coming time, because, like, your body's not the, the most uh, elastic so you don't like want to wait an extended period of time to eat if you need to eat a lot. I assume you could skip a meal, though. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's what oftentimes people would do. Because um, for some reason, you don't Thanksgiving really dinner is always day. like, oh, is it just the middle of the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Get ready for uh, more food than you're accustomed to for dinner time. And you're like, okay, I'm also done after this. Uh-huh. The thing I think the thing is to give you like a little bit of recovery time before people have to head home so they don't just like fall asleep and die, which happens if you fall asleep, as we all know. Um, I figured it's because usually there's like some major football event going on. Yeah. So you finish <laughs> that and it's like, oh, football's at four. OK, we finished dinner at four. Exactly. I like this hypothetical because thanksgiving has like the oldest connotations imaginable it's, it goes back to like spreading cholera to the natives and like the in my head canon now they're just like oh no we gotta like eat early so we can play sports <laughs> like what are you talking about we don't no. normally eat pig but we have this pig skin let's throw it out back <laughs> <laughs> it was just a pig. It was a pig then. <laughs> just throw a just, pig back just one. I mean, it has to be a piglet, something lighter than a full pig. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And while that sounds like traumatizing for the pig, I think <laughs> the concept of throwing like a small animal while it makes noise <laughs> is entertain- entertaining. <laughs> it <See>? is entertaining <laughs> in the theory. Yeah. We'll, we'll just, just we'll fix like, it up in, in, in a cartoon in a cartoon sense. Uh-huh. I'm like, ah, when, nothing was actually. Once they were weird. done then they let the pig also uh, enjoy the feast. So there's compensation for its time. Yeah, they fill it with stuffing. A lot of stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not... Uh, that would infringe upon the rights of the turkey. So I think I can't remember the last time I had stuffing area. actually in turkey versus just on the side. It doesn't really make the name seem pointless. If it's not literally used that way, though, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else where it's, hey, this is my specific function. And she's like, but 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 I don't do that. Yeah, no. That'd be harder to think up on the spot, I think. Marshmallow? Traditionally, I don't eat them in marshes. Mm-hmm. But they do make me feel mellow afterwards. It's true. Yeah. It really calms me down. <laughs> Marshmallows are great. Have you ever like taken a marshmallow and just like turned it into jet puffed marshmallow paste, basically? As a kid, I am. I'll put the put the disclaimer as a kid, so you don't have to out yourself as someone who does this as an adult. as a sociopath. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely taken the. So there's like 17 different sizes of marshmallow. There's mini, there's normal, there's large, and there's like extra large mm-hmm. and extra mini. Those jumbo, um, but like the typical large size which is, I think, the most common for roasting to make s'mores. I mm. would sometimes either just, like, pop one in my mouth or, like, kind of twist it in half and yes. then, like, play with, like, sticky bits or, like, touch it to, like, my hands or other th- food on my plate and just... I never really, like, fully deconstructed it, though. You didn't process it. it. Okay. In my mouth, well, I, I did, yes, but not, <laughs> not outside of that context. I definitely did as a kid obviously um and i i can confirm that if you take a marshmallow and you just continue to turn it in on itself like it's some crazy cthulhu creature eventually you get uh you get basically the equivalent of jet puffed marshmallow fluff um and that stuff tastes better than a raw marshmallow does i have no idea why it has something to do with the kinetic energy i think you're building into it um you change the chemical structure with the heat something but it legitimately just tastes better than a raw marshmallow if you like turn it into a goopy mess i don't want to abuse the word context too much but like in what context are you eating the 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 puff stuff that would come in a jar are you having it by itself on toast or is it like with something else so i didn't have a lot of that as a kid 
Um, but I, <laughs> I definitely do remember instances of literally just grabbing a spoon <laughs> and being like, all right, one spoon of jet Buff marshmallow cream. And that's what I ate. I mean, I've done that too. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd rather, I'd have to do it side by side because it's been so long, but in mm-hmm. my mind, my head cannon, I would like just a, just one big mallow. Mm-hmm. And I do like aesthetic. hot chocolate with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I can like, it was the original fidget spinner. It's like, oh, I need to do like an idle action with my hands, but like have it be cathartic. I'm going to mm-hmm. squish a marshmallow together between my fingers. Yeah. And then you just whip it in the hot chocolate and let it kind of dissolve into like a nice white sugary foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, marshmallows and hot chocolate are legit. Just hot, just hot chocolate is legit. Sometimes my wife will ask me, like, hey, do you want some hot chocolate? And I'm like, why would you ask me that? <laughs> would you rather her the... just, like, set it set it next to you and just kind of give you the look, like, drink that shit? <laughs> no, just kidding. But, I mean, like, usually, most often, the answer is yes. Unless I literally had, like, another beverage there. This morning... Um, so I, I went to make tea last night, some pumpkin tea. I don't know. I didn't put sweetener in it. Um, and I like was like, all right, leave the bag in here. I'll put it on my desk and I'll drink it like a little bit later in the night once it's kind of sat up for a bit. And then like a day passes, basically. <laughs> um, I was like, this is still here. I'm going to throw away the tea bag before it like decomposes and all like the tea particulate enters the beverage. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had some water that tea and then the cup of coffee i made before i realized i still had the tea just there on my desk so or during one of the meetings like while uh other people were talking and stuff i was just like going between these three beverages <laughs> it's great i mean i definitely have a lot of cups on my desk i right now i count one two three let's say if we consider all the span or everything here at my desk i have five mm-hmm. six if we That's count a, a shot glass but I've never That's alternated drinks like between like usually I'll like, finish a drink or yeah, just not consecutively alternating them, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is beverage dependent, right? Like you're not going to be going for a shot of milk and then like a shot of orange juice or something like no, no, that. No, for sure. Like, but tea, depending on the context, go, okay. depending on the context, I could see, I'll keep using context. Fuck. I could mm-hmm. see mixing depending. them together. Like, not necessarily hot chocolate and tea, but, like, let's say I had some oh. G Fuel from one cup, G Fuel from another cup. Obviously, that's the exact same thing. Or if I had yeah. some G Fuel and water, or if I had, like, I'm trying to think what I would mix coffee with. I don't know. Sometimes leftovers can go <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this leftover cream. Delicious. <laughs> I guess get I some, won't drink Get some it nice dairy and texture in that bitch. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's less common now. It's just I grew up so much on the... I'm sure you did as well. Like when you go to mm-hmm. Taco Bell or any fast food thing and you'd get as a soda cup and they had a soda fountain. And it's like, mm-hmm. which one do I pick? It's like one. No, no, no. I'm right. going to have, you know, root beer, orange, grape, Coke, uh-huh. yep. high C. Like everything got mixed into that one cup and you're just like, ah, sugar. And that was really, mm-hmm. I guess, the main draw for it. But what's really funny about that is it probably... I mean, on average, it really didn't increase the amount of sugar you're having. It didn't increase the amount of caffeine no. you're having. It wasn't more efficient for the amount of drink you were getting. It's, But I did the same thing as a kid. Yeah, in your mind, you're like, but all the possibilities at once? Holy shit, uh-huh. the rainbow of beverages. <laughs> it's like, just in case someone asks you, like, what'd you get at the soda fountain? You're just like, push-up sunglasses, all of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Some of those combos are good with Mountain Dew, though. Mountain Dew is like a solid citrusy sort of base. You can get some mm. other stuff in there. Now, I don't think it mixes with the traditional colas, obviously. Oh, but, for sure not. Um, but yeah. Uh, controversial statement. I'm going to say there's kind of like the citrus family, and then there's like the the kind of more brownish, dark cola slash root beer family. Okay. So mm-hmm. I feel like those could go together separately. Yeah. You want to keep it in the family, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's better than the joke I had lined up. <laughs> uh-huh. But I want to emphasize it was a tongue-in-cheek tongue humor. Mm-hmm. But enough of your racism about beverages. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, as we usually are. 
uh, freaking video games and gaming news that occurred this month. Oh, which shit. is November as of this month. Oh no, you've you've time boxed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is actually really important so that uh, we don't use content from other months or upcoming things because uh, if we borrow too much from December then we're going to be borrowing too much from January before you know it it's like hey gaming news for <laughs> 2030 the uh, there's not been an all announced just to be honest we could have a at some point in the future a hypothetical episode where we literally Ooh. just we set the time so far in advance like here's our predictions for I have to look at the year 2025 we're like, yeah, okay. Call of Duty 80s, like, fine, you know, it's whatever. Kind of the same gameplay as before. That would be fun. I know that that's been, that's been a common thing. In fact, I saw, like, uh, who was it? Uh, Hank Green, I believe, a YouTube person and author, apparently, like, had a, uh, one, like, basically a time capsule from his younger self in, like, the 90s. And was like, here's my predictions about what's going to happen in the future. And then he also had years that he expected things to happen. Um, so this is a much less interesting version of that, but more on our, more pace, more, more to our pace. Also, we probably um, wouldn't have a follow-up episode ever on that. No, no, but. absolutely not. Who's going to remember? <laughs> right. Um, but someone from the future is going to be working our way through our backlog. Probably some crazy stalker is going to, going to kill us. And they'll be like, they were wrong about what happens in 2025. Turns out Sonic did not go in a sexual direction for its future release. <laughs> it went in a super sexual direction. <laughs> um, it's like pioneered as like the furry furry community's game of every year. They're like, honestly, uh-huh. like we haven't had anything better come out since. Like this has been the the series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of accepted, I think, because uh, a lot of people think of Sonic and they don't think of the furry community. And that's just, that's a cover. That's a cover you can use. So, oh yeah, they're completely distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying, there's a reason they call him Big the Cat. Anyway, what's going mm-hmm. on in the, this month's news? So, Sonic Frontiers came out this month, pushing new frontiers for the furry community. All we gotta say about that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have my lot to say here. It, it looked alright. I think Donkey I do did a have video some. on it. Yeah, it looks. I mean, he highlighted a lot of the uh, the bugs with it, which not surprising. Um, yeah. But this is a, from what I'm seeing, obviously outside of any reviews, this is like a huge uh, change in direction as far as what Sonic mm-hmm. has done previously, where it's like you run fast, traditionally in a two-dimensional fashion. And yeah. now it had a lot of 3D things, but like a lot of them are kind of all the same, but bad. Uh, and now they're like, hey, let's do it in an open world. Yeah. So I'm glad that they are changing it up to a degree. It's still, I'm not really a Sonic fan. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have the interest for it. But I hope this could, this continues them in a positive direction. Yeah. But it'll really be based on fan feedback. But I think Sonic fans are like, we like the series, even though it has a lot of bad games. Yeah. I, I, I do think there's even the fan base, like they do tear apart a, a like aggressively bad game. But there's been a lot of again, I haven't like I haven't played a Sonic game since like uh, Sonic's like collection. Yeah, literally, I I definitely played three because that was Sonic and and Tails and Knuckles or whatever. And Knuckles. Um, and Knuckles. Yeah. Um, and, like Sonic CD, but like literally probably like ninety eight was the last Sonic. That's not true. You made me play um Sonic Adventure Battle, I think, at some point. <laughs> which came out later later Sonic Adventure that. Battle 2 to be specific that one yeah um which was fun it was good um it's, you were it's way better at it than entertaining game yeah it it has mean potential but I still don't think it's like I would never recommend it to anybody but it was just not by modern standards no no for sure yeah at the time yeah it was good yeah it was a different time <laughs> um but yeah, I think like they've had a lot of good games that came out. I, I kind of have like a joke loaded response here, so I'll deploy the joke because um, I read it somewhere online. I'm not capable of original thought, um, but apparently uh, the user scores for Sonic Frontiers 
were better than the user scores for Elden Ring. So clearly it's just a better game than Elden Ring. Um, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> user scores mean like nothing on Metacritic, right? Because true. The if there's anyone whose opinion you can just outright disregard, it's basically the users. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like an individual person. Yes. As soon as they're a user, no. Not anymore. <laughs> as soon as they get that tag, it's useless. <laughs> so... Yeah. I mean, my, my overall thought for game franchises or series is typically the the fan base will always, they're more likely to just kind of blindly support things. This will feed into a later point. Um, and I definitely have a degree of that myself with FromSoft titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I will still bash on the things that I think suck. But there's definitely something of, I'm expecting this type of content to come from a game oh, mm-hmm. they made a new thing of it and I'm enjoying it and you just want to ride like the the good emotion hype train instead of people saying, well, actually graphically they could have done this better or like something yeah. else where you're like, mm-hmm. well, ah, it depends on whether or not that matters to you. Mm-hmm. But I am going to shit on Pokemon to a degree. I was So I was just thinking of this. I was like, I explicitly, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I know Pokemon just came out and like, I'm not a Pokemon person. A lot of people like from what I saw on the subreddit were like, here are freaking all of the problems that are completely unacceptable for this game. Contrast that to like, if I go to discord and there's some friends who are like having a fun time, they're like, maybe we'll spin up a thread. You want to like share ideas mm-hmm. and they're enjoying the positivity of it. Yes. And I realize, I think this is what you're saying. I realize that being, I'm not an insider in this community. I'm also not the type of person to generally be like, you have fun with that. I don't have fun with that. Why do you have fun with that? Right. Like, or whenever that happens, I mean, typically it would be in discord because I don't really interact with people outside of that. It is Mm -hmm. like the most, I'm like, I just can't wait for you to say you like one thing. Cause I want to just dunk on it Uh at that point. Cause it does feel like very, it is very not objective. It's subjective. Mm -hmm. Cause like if I'm enjoying something awesome, be happy that I'm having fun. In the same way, mm-hmm. even though Pokemon's not my game, I'm like I am happy that friends are having fun with it. Yeah, but like for a lot of those things, I'm seeing as far as reviews and like tech, tech issues and how they don't change the formula ever. Like I want better for them, mm-hmm. and they should want better for themselves. Now I'm not saying that they can't enjoy the game, but also like I want them to provide feedback so that they do improve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Criticism of Game Freak is not new. It's you can you can enjoy the games and also realize that like for how much money this company makes, they should not be cutting corners as much as they do. But no. I was watching uh, a review of it. And it was, I think the the YouTube channel is like before you buy, and they kind of just mm-hmm. give like a high level like here's some information about it and blah blah blah. I think their experience or their research. One of the things that they said that caught my eye, though, or ear, was within the last year. So if we like mark this date and go a year back, they've released three Pokemon titles, mm-hmm. which seems like a lot, yeah. considering you know how much time and effort goes into other games. Um, I don't remember what one of them was, but obviously there was Arceus before this one, mm-hmm. and then now there's this one, which is Pokemon Violet and something else. That sounds right. But yeah, it seems like very fast where they could have like, you know, polished some of that or yeah. made it not mm-hmm. suck or like I, I mean, heard there's can... like issues with frame rates while running uh-huh. in a very empty game. And to me, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it's not acceptable when Call of Duty, I, I, I don't know if this is the, the cultural touchstone anymore for like re-release madness not re-release madness but like um sequel madness where you're just constantly producing the next game they literally had two studios pumping out the game and they released fewer titles than game freak does right when it was like infinity ward and um can't remember who the other one was sorry guys sledgehammer or something um and yeah, I mean, if you're pumping out games faster than that, then yeah, your quality is probably taking a hit. You're cutting corners. And the market sustained it. That's the problem is there's like, 
the people who love Pokemon would play a Pokemon game that was like objectively bad. Um, and that's just the reality yeah. of the situation. <laughs> um, they they do enough to mix it up each time that the novelty, I think, tends to carry it. And sometimes they introduce things that people really like. And that also helps carry it. But you just kind of like set to the side or put to the back of your mind all of the features you should have that they absolutely do not. Um, but yeah, it's... I'm trying to like look inward so that I'm not like bashing on a community where like maybe I have mm-hmm. the same blind spots for certain things. Um, yeah, if we need to if we need to soften this a little bit, I played the Stalker series and I enjoyed it. <laughs> and those are objectively bad games. Like I don't. This isn't meant to be a critique of anyone who plays those games. Um, no, I just in general I want all services, even outside of games, to be better and not shit. If you're paying money for something, you deserve to get something good in return because it's your money and you've earned it through whatever means. And like right. your your time and money is valuable or it should be to you uh, unless mm-hmm. you just have so much, in which case, hit me up. Let me get that lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it sucks when you as a consumer get a product and you're just like, oh, I guess that just is what it is and you just have to accept it. And there's no real room for improvement or any interaction with the people providing the services. Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be a hot take, right? <laughs> Being pro consumer should not be hot take is pro producer as, as opposed to like puts thumbs up. I'm for the users. <laughs> uh huh. I can't hear that and not think of Tron. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the joke. It's really good. Um, and other releases this month. Uh, we had God of War Ragnarok. I mean, it's really easy to skip over that one. I don't think either of us have much to say. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, sorry, I'm bleeding a little bit on my tongue. <laughs> you already let it slip that you were playing it a little bit. So, yes. How many? How many stars? I mean, so far, um, liking it a lot. It's very much a continuation uh, from the other title. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have had a couple of weird bugs. Uh, they were fairly were minor. <laughs> <laughs> I died. Fucking. <laughs> but it was more like an NPC is following you and like has some issues or like they get stuck somewhere. Again, mm-hmm. it's really only been like two NPC follow issues, and then one time I died in an encounter, and it like it's like oh press X to restart. So I did, and when I restarted. I couldn't do like an interact button to get to where I needed to go to redo that encounter. Gotcha. And I was like, that seems odd. So I literally relaunched the game and it was fine. Like it still had my save mm-hmm. data at that point, but those are just three small things I noticed, but everything I'm else. Imagine, I'm imagining it says like press X to restart the game and you click it. And then it's just like the PlayStation two welcome screen. comes <laughs> up. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> puts you back in god of war one it's like Uh we're going through the whole thing baby (laughs) yeah no i'm i'm probably gonna borrow this one um once it's done maybe not maybe not immediately once you're done with it because i'm doing a terrible job of actually finishing the games i need to finish um as you know (laughs) you of all people are aware of this um but I, i i will say that my exposure to it has been periodically like I was watching God of War videos on YouTube and I tried to avoid the Ragnarok ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a lot of content from the earlier games and even the uh, the reboot, um, just God of War. And it wasn't super easily visual. There was no super visual tell for like, this is a Ragnarok video. This is a reboot video mm-hmm. um, until you started like actually watching one of them and you're like that NPC was not following me in the other game or something like that. Um, or, you know, you could look at the date, but who has time for that? Uh, the upload date. Um, but it looks really good. So I anticipate, I think people are already theorizing. It's not even theorizing. I think it's a game of the year contender outright, which is really funny because it's really close to the end. So it kind of feels like, like, uh, you know, the story of the tortoise and the hare, where uh, yes well i'm aware <laughs> so like in the story of the tortoise and the hare the hare takes off and the tortoise is going slow and then the hare goes to sleep 
And the tortoise is just like, I'm freaking going to make it. And then it's like, gets up right there next to the finish line. And then the hare just blazes past him. Like 200 miles an hour takes the finish. And the tortoise is like, that was a waste of time. Um, <laughs> and that's in that analogy, that's what God of War is kind of doing for the game awards because <laughs> everybody else tried really hard for the whole year. And then it's just like, bang, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in general, I've said this many times. If a game has a good model mm-hmm. and it's working, don't change it. Improve upon it. Yeah. So, like, I think they've done that here so far from what I've experienced. Like, they've added some stuff. Uh, it's continuing on from what it was. They changed the UI up a little bit. I realized from watching some of the God of War reboot videos also on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, like, they're not trying to like reimagine the entire thing because they already did that and like oh that worked okay stick with that yeah kind of similar to if sonic frontiers does really well they might continue to do more open world games unless the fan base rise up they're like we really want to have like a 3d platformer closer to sonic adventure or sonic and the black knight or sonic Mm -hmm. and the other random anime bullshit i don't know i I expect that the rest of the game will still be good and enjoyable. So as long as they're continuing this fashion, I'll probably keep playing them, picking them up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, You just got to add new good things and take it in some interesting directions. And enough time passed between the original release and Ragnarok's release that people are ready for it. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be a yearly freaking thing. Anyways, five years, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. It's significant. Yeah. Um, other things that came out this month. Call of Duty Warzone 2. I don't care to talk about that one, do you? Nah. Cool. I don't, I don't Call uh, of Duty. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. This one, I probably will play at some point, but it's going to be a long enough amount of time that no one's going to care when I play it. <laughs> right? um, but I, I just wanted to call back that um, one of the few games that we ever actually got as a request to cover on the podcast was uh, Spider-Man for PlayStation. So, Do you, do you want to call out who requested it so that they can be disappointed again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like 80, 87% sure it was Thorn. Okay, that's where my money was. But yeah. I just want to yeah. be sure. Um, but I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's a fun... You want to talk about like a fun open world adventure game? Freaking Spider-Man. Um, it really makes you feel like Spider-Man. It's true. Yeah. So much responsibility. So many dead uncles. Uh, World of Warcraft Dragonflight uh, also came out this month. They added a dragon playable race. So, you know, it's all furries. It's all the way down. I guess scalies in this case. Um, but same circles. Somebody knows the difference. Mm-hmm. Between I didn't fur and in- scales. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't in- I didn't indent this one properly, but um, as a sub point here, uh, while while looking at this, uh, Guild Wars Two apparently. So they've had a bunch of expansions that came out, and also Guild Wars Two, freaking great MMO. Um, but if you like finished one of the stories, got to like the end and level cap, you could also get a dragon mount. So they're like, they literally released a trailer that's like, why would you like, why wait to ride a dragon? Play our game; it already has dragon mounts. <laughs> and I think it was meant to be pretty tongue in cheek, but I thought that was. That was funny. I like that they have some back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, I don't um, know too much about WoW or no. anything Blizzard has done outside of just, you know, mired in controversy and bad business decisions. Which we'll get back to for yeah. sure. In one of the later ones. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully it's good. I want it to be good for, again, the, the end consumer. Yeah. I'm not going to play it though. So no, <laughs> uh, I, I I tried WoW once solo in like the starter area, and I was like, this probably was a better thing to do with friends, and didn't play it again. Um, but I also kind of burned myself out on MMOs before WoW came around, and then a lot of people were getting to M- into MMOs, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> um, at least for then. I think one of the worst feelings is. Uh essentially missing that time window with other friends Mm, for mm -hmm. a game or type of game 
because you're just like, oh, I'm just out of the loop, or oh, it doesn't interest me. But like 13 other friends are having fun with this. You're like, I'm just gonna sit here in the corner with my red solo cup and be patient. <laughs> uh huh. What was it? The um, uh, the the vampire game, not Vampire Survivors. Um, I just saw it was on sale on Steam. So I can it, never remember the I name did of this clock game. It. V Rising. V Rising, thank you. It has a stupid name, so who cares? <laughs> um, like that was that v was kind of my vampire. <laughs> yeah, very rising. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my experience there. Uh, but also, it was at a time where I wasn't super interested in the game, so it was like you can kind of uh, you know in Finding Nemo where there's the turtles that enter like the uh, the current, mm-hmm. and they're like freaking gone. Uh, you're kind of like watching people go through the current. And you're like, the current's pretty fun. Maybe I should have gotten the cur-. And they're like 20 miles down, right? That was an experience. Yeah, it's it's harder to join after the fact. You got to get on the ground floor and then force other people to get into the, the current with you. Mm-hmm. It's also very tough to join one of those games if um if knowledge building is a component to it, right? It's like if you're going into a multiplayer game and other people know what the unlocks are or the recipes are or where the bosses are or what the strategies are, like you're just being shepherded through. Um, and that's, you know, that's fine sometimes, but it's not the experience you want all the time. Speaking of uh, getting a current going, and sure. getting a lot of people on the ground floor, current more like, mm-hmm. it's more like a tide. Right. I'm pulling a Jake here by... <laughs> Uh-huh. forcibly walking us to the point <laughs> so yeah warhammer 40k <laughs> <Okay. Dark Tide. laughs> yeah um so we were playing it a little bit it's in beta it's in beta in quotes right now but it's one of those betas that has like two weeks and then it releases um it's okay it's fun playing it with friends but like a lot of people will point out on the internet for reviews like you could literally just kick a ball back and forth with friends and that would also be fun um it has a lot of deficiencies. So so keep your install of Warhammer Vermintide 2 uh, yeah. and play mm-hmm. that instead. <laughs> I mean, for now, I think it's just the better game. Um, I did want to mention, so like there's only like four missions in the beta, um, which is a really low number. But apparently like they had a content release schedule where they were going to like be unlocking missions throughout the beta. So people had more content. They would show you more of the features, all of this stuff, like as the beta went on and it's gotta be like the stupidest thing I've ever heard from like a video game release plan because like the game instantly went to like mixed on release because all of this content is missing. Yeah. You might play for like an hour or so. You're like, okay, but you might not see all the other cool things that are theoretically there because you mm-hmm. haven't unlocked it. Exactly. So there's like, if we do like a truth table for this for a second, if what they're saying is true and they could have released these missions basically like at the same time, because the difference of a week in development, that doesn't mean anything, right? Like they could have released these missions, but they just chose chose to like amputate their own leg by launching a game that was going to get all of its critical review in an incomplete state. Um, that's dumb. Or they're lying and there's not actually going to be more content added to the game. And you kind of have to assume that this is actually what's going on because the alternative is insane, right? I, um, I would posture a third one just for uh-huh. deniability's sake. It could be that that's essentially the structure of the game where you unlock content as progression, but for whatever reason, they weren't able to separate it out. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you just unlock it as you go in the beta as a possibility. Yeah, yeah I think like maybe that's what they were kind of aiming for. It's just kind of, you're in the 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 um, the roller coaster, like slowly building up and you're like, okay, I see more of the park, more of the park, more of the park, let's go. It's the full experience. But like, that's usually that's not, not how advertising's done. No, <laughs> I don't know if you've yeah. ever watched Six Flags commercial. They don't show you one part of the park. <laughs> the whole <laughs> yeah, thing exactly is like, right to get you excited to get the, like your foot in the door type thing, get you on board. Mm-hmm. And it's not literally everything, but like you want to put on a good demonstration anytime because anytime you have an interaction, it's like 
hey, you might not have other interactions. So you always mm-hmm. put on your best face, best show up front to kind of get it, get the ball rolling and draw them in. Yeah. And I think that they're probably actually just in super crunch right now. And my evidence for this is like what's on their released, their release list. Some of those things were like detailed weapon statistics, like improved UI. Um, there's the f- literally another four missions are supposed to be in the game when it actually launches. Like double the content of what's available right now. Like modifiers changing week by week. Other things like this, like legitimately improvements that like it's just it sounds absolutely insane to me to not wait like two weeks just be like no beta (laughs) yeah there is no beta (laughs) right and then launch with a feature complete game if that's true but my suspicion is they're writing their people into the ground to try to like get a version that's gold and would review well for the true launch but we'll see i guess i thought of an inappropriate uh analogy if you're willing okay. to humor me for for sure. a moment so let's say you're going to send a dick pic mm-hmm. do you send <laughs> very far in the a flaccid dick pic and then you're <laughs> like hey keep keep texting me sexy things and i'll, I'll update you uh-huh. as it goes <laughs> right over the next two weeks <laughs> exactly uh-huh it's very much like i don't know if you're trying to like sell anything, it's like, hey, here's the best version of the product. Anytime they do food marketing for stuff, they make the food look appetizing. They literally use fake stuff that isn't food to make the commercial look that good. They don't show you like, hey, here's the actual burger from uh, McDonald's, right? Again, it's yeah. advertising. You want to put your best, best foot forward from the start. Yeah. McDonald's has never yeah. sent me a dick pic. Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have not. You have not heard uh, some of our advertisement deal that's on, <laughs> incoming. So anyway, we want to kind of rebrand, be a little bit more hip. We want to call it Mickey D's. <laughs> Obviously, D's nuts joke mandatory. Anytime that sound is, <laughs> it ends any sort of word. But um, it has some potential. Combat's good, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. I'm I'm good to kind of like delay closing impressions until the beta elapses to see if they're truthful or not. But it's going to hurt them worse if they said that they were going to add all this stuff and then it doesn't. Then it's just That's you just true. add it to the list of all of the other bad 40k games. So. Yeah. Speaking of bad 40k games. Gun Grave Gore also came out this month. I know this is one you were excited for. It has nothing to do with 40k. I just needed a segue. I'm not really excited for it. I just thought it looked right, next up. interesting as far as design. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair. I did watch a, a review of it, and I mean, it not not surprising for what it is. Third person action shooter has some random plot stuff going on. Um, if you just like that type of stuff, you just want action for the sake of action, might be mm-hmm. up your lane. Um, but for me, it falls under like the, the vapid action thing. Yeah. I actually, in my notes, I put it as like a budget Devil May Cry. And I'm not somebody Oof. who praises Devil May Cry. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But Devil May Cry's um, gameplay loop and design is like tight and very polished. And this mm-hmm. looks like a thing. Not, not like it's bad or it looks bad. It's just, I don't think it is polished. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Games are a competitive marketplace right now. It's like if you're going to release a game in a genre, you need to add some reason for people to play it, right? Yeah. So We will see. Obviously, that one's the, the loser in the Game of the Year awards. Um, off of my list, uh, Shadows Over Loathing came out. I think at one point I talked about Kingdom of Lo- Loathing um, on, the, on the podcast. Nobody cares, though, because I mostly text-based games with some graphical like movie guy around top-notch humor though freaking love it the currency is meat not going to go into a lot of details but the thing that i actually wanted to highlight for this one i started playing it and i'll probably take a long break and then come back to it is um they announced and released the game on the same day 
and you can actually do that it's crazy <laughs> right like, um, i mean i guess nintendo it, has uh-huh. followed that somewhat but it is pretty uncommon yeah and it's like it's so cool when there's a game that you're interested in like there's literally no more compact concentrated freaking inject it straight into my veins euphoria inducing gamer fuel then like i love this ip they just said that they're going to release a game no i misread that they actually just released a game right <laughs> like it was it's such a freaking cool concept um and it goes absolutely against any lesson we've ever learned in marketing i mean i guess the people who follow it is their their target demo uh-huh you're not doing as much advertising marketing for it Mm-hmm. I really can't speak too much about it. I I don't know anything about it outside of what you're saying right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have comments on it, it's mostly I, I assumed it would be on the idea of just launching a game because the previous the the last one I can think that did something like this was like um like you mentioned there's sometimes Nintendo titles, um, but usually like DLC more than anything. But like when Fallout Four was announced, that was like something like a nine month window, six month window, probably like six months, and they had Fallout Shelter like on the jump so it's just like hey it's an android game so you know we know you guys don't care about it but you can download and play it now i'm like cool that's fun something that tied you over yeah hey for dinner here's what's gonna be on the menu that'll be hours Mm -hmm. from now here's a snack (laughs) Uh uh-huh um i see evil west is on this how would you how would you describe that to our listeners again uh just to watch a review and like a couple trailers here and there thematically looks cool but i'd say it falls under the gungrave gore type of action game for the sake of action game yeah um mm-hmm. i think it looks better or more interesting to me than gungrave gore um but it doesn't really so far from what i've seen might need to actually watch some just like a chunk of gameplay from a youtuber i like but it doesn't capture me at this point yeah what was that game we played? I know we did an episode on it. I think it was a Red Sign Soapstone also. Um, it wasn't Gunfire Reborn, which my brain immediately goes to just because word association. But it was like a first-person shooter, three-person co-op. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Can you describe anything about the game? Because I'm now also thinking of Gunfire had like, Reborn because you said Gunfire Reborn. Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't have mentioned it. Uh, it had like some kind of unique weapons and some sort of like ability to heal. And there's like boss fights and stuff like that. You would go through like a desert area um, and like a swampy area and all this other stuff. It had like Ash or Un in the name. Oh, the one that was a Souls-like shooter. Yeah, it was like Un-Ash Taken or something like that. I haven't I haven't heard that name in ages. <laughs> Unforstooken. <laughs> that sounds like a German reprimanding me for not having sex with somebody. Austin, you left them unforstooken. <laughs> oh man! Well, I know, I know which game you're referring to. I'm doing a quick scroll to find the game, but it's it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was essentially but, uh, a, a, a quote unquote a souls like fps and it was just fine yeah um and that was that was the point i was trying to make here is a lot of the games that you're that are kind of here on this list it's like if you were like a freaking enthusiast in the beat em up or action kind of like traditional action fighting game maybe you should pick this up maybe you should play it but i don't have any incentive to go out and get it Remnant from the Ashes. I was close. That was nowhere. Um, I think I said Ash at some point, though. So yes. Um, thank you for looking that one up. Um, but that was the vibe that I think I was getting for Evil West. I could be confusing this with another game because I'm not the kind of person to do research in this economy. Um, but I think you were like fighting uh, vampires or something like that. Can't remember exactly. Ah uh, no. Okay, maybe that's Breadfall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is out yet. No, they got okay. pushed back a year. 
which we'll get to in a bit once we get to news. Maybe, I don't know. I probably won't remember. Um, next game is a game of biblical proportions. Oh, I like this build up. Continue. Mm-hmm. That's that's the exact proportion. Do you want me to take <laughs> off? The game is the Bible. It's <laughs> yeah. apparently a game on Steam that Jake found while like doing some research. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize you could gamify the Bible, but my mm-hmm. understanding is they're reading through the Bible and giving you like some trivia questions. Yeah, it's got like a quiz format and it's basically just an audio book plus like a click through visual book. It literally is in a visual novel engine. <laughs> like, okay. So like you can save your progress. <laughs> You're just like, okay. And that, they just call it like bookmarking, but it's literally just like saving your progress like a visual novel. <laughs> so this is a free game then? No. No, I think it's like it's like 15, 20 bucks. It's 15. I looked it up. Yeah. But why the fuck would you uh-huh. like, I want to play a game of the Bible again. I stole a Bible from a hotel. You can do this at literally any hotel. If you yeah. really want to mm-hmm. read that, the Bible, I mean, technically I guess it depends on the version, but which is a morally neutral action. I don't know if we address that, but if you steal a Bible, you lose karma because stealing is wrong, but you now have a, a Bible on I've your gained person, a Bible. which raises. Yeah. I actually want to gain enough Bibles and do like my own kind of live action role play of vampire survivors where Mm -hmm. I just have several Bibles connected to a string and I spin like (laughs) a map. (laughs) (laughs) Try and get near me. (laughs) Like, please back. (laughs) Come back to us, dude. Um, But yeah, this is really funny. Um, I, 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 I mean, I don't, don't buy this. Uh, most true, like good Christians would give you a copy of the Bible for zero money. Yes. Um, let alone. Which I'm, I'm not even money. saying like get yourself a Bible free from a Christian. I'd say avoid uh-huh. the whole thing entirely. But like, you can't really do this with many other things because a lot uh-huh. of books are written by a single person, and there's the issue of like copyright and other things. And I think the Bible falls under public domain because it one, yeah. not a single person wrote it. And then two, like there's infinite versions of it. And three, uh-huh. anybody who would fall under the Christian or Catholic sect would be like, yeah, promote that shit. So, yeah. Le- legitimately, I mean, maybe maybe they're using the proceeds for mission trips or something like that. But I don't think there's any there's no mention of that in the description. So, I mean, this could literally just be. I think Somebody this is someone who's Bibles. like, I can make money off this. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time that's happened in Christianity, but um, <laughs> so I, I, I do want to point out it's made by developer Bible Games and the publisher is Bible Games. So look oh, forward to uh, the yeah, future a great, titles. A great fake name for your company. Uh-huh. If anybody looks into it, they'll, just, they'll see Bible Games like, oh, they're legit. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, it has very positive reviews, 184 reviews um very descriptive tags uh psychological horror sexual content and fantasy um so yeah i mean clearly very positive Uh, i know i sent this to the i sent this to you earlier did you get a chance to look at the steam reviews i did not know that's fair would you like a chance to look at the steam reviews while i buy you time and send you a link because some of these are really great. And as much as people could visit the link and uh, basically follow along at home um, or wherever you are, I don't know how podcasts work. Uh, I think it would be really entertaining to, to read out some of our favorites. Um, so I, this actually, <laughs> I'm just going to go I'll, off the top ones, honestly, because sure. Grab it. That's exactly how I view Reddit. Um, mm hmm. So the, the top comment here, not recommended, 69 hours on record. That was intentional Good. by this person. I'll tell you that right now. Intentional. They literally tried to get it to that time exactly. Um, the word of God should be free. Smite. Mm-hmm. Even better than that. Uh, recommended with only 0. 0.4 hours on review. Typical Isekai light novel with OP main character. <laughs> Nerf Jesus when. <laughs> A nice troll comment. Mm-hmm. No, there's 
there's some really good ones here. Uh, great concept, but it was lackluster. Poor execution. Great fantasy novel, though. More gay sex, please. Or finally dropped after 2,000 years, <laughs> which I think is great. Um, there's a comment here. They, they recommend it. They said God tier. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitively, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, best part is when Jesus turns water into wine so everyone can still party. <laughs> That's a classic. Um, but yeah, it's please add VR support. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of these, one of these quotes, uh, a Bible verse, and then it's this book ending was not very good, but my grandma told me to touch grass or read the book. So I decided might as well get the audio book. Very interactive trivia, but I'm not sure how I feel about it in general. A, a very, a very honest review. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shin Megami Tensei in real life. And um, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I wish I had Are, advanced notice of this so I could have left my own comment on there without having purchased the game. Ah, okay, yeah. Just think of a nice Bible joke. Yeah. It, it also has achievements, so people are looking for, you know, more achievements. Um, you can always read the Bible, I guess. There's 72 of them. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I'm glad this exists. I also looked at some of the... um the patch notes i just wanted to read one bug fix game would crash when players tried to open chapters two three four or five of the book the book first john this has been fixed and i just love that in my head it's just like oh i tried to open the bible and it crashed you're like okay this is this is what this is the format god wanted i guess so wacky i'm waiting for dlcs of different versions uh new Mm -hmm. roman King James, the Quran, <laughs> right? I mean, that would be oh my gosh! If that doesn't exist, the n- most amazing follow-up from like a con- different developer. It's just like Quran, Quran games. games. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. and just make it forty-nine. So I think this is uh what is this uh forty-nine ninety-nine? Just make it like forty. Oh, no, sorry, fourteen ninety-nine. The Quran, you should just make like fourteen ninety eight. Because it's not worth as much. <laughs> oh no! Um, but yeah, uh, that was uh, that was one of the highlights for me, um, and rounds out the games I had on my list for what released this uh, this month. I'm sure there's one that we missed, but I don't think it was really on our radar or worth okay. talking about. Sure. On to news. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. I know we got to know what the, what it was now. Hmm. Oh, do you? Oh, did you not have it? Oh no, I was saying I'm sure that there was something that we could have added to. The oh, list. okay, all right. I thought you were leading into it, and then I was just like, "Ha ha joke." No, we won't. But no, we actually won't. We'll just go into news. Um, nothing but pure flow here at the Soapstone podcast. Uh, Vampire Survivors. Um, you thought it was over once they left Early Access and they launched. I did. It's not, um, despite the fact that they're surrounded by laurels with which to rest on. Uh, they went to 1.1, version 1.1, added a new level and a new character. So, What bothers we'll me escape. is they must be a secret character because I still have 100% achievements on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I have all 140 and a new characters. Now I want to. Maybe yeah. it's already just base unlocked. I should launch and see. That would be really funny if it was like live as of this episode. But um, I will say like I have played other things because like Vampire Survivors spun off a lot of other games in that same oh, yeah. type of genre. And none of them really look as good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Mike has definitely tried a few that he's enjoyed. Um, and I think I played uh, Space One, but it just it doesn't scratch the same itch in my eyes. Void Scrapper yeah. is the one I played. Right. Yeah, I mean, other people got to up the ante. 
they gotta they gotta somehow improve upon the formula and vamp vampire survivors are just really good for basically no money so and it's i still stand by if you want me to buy you the game i will mm-hmm. any it, of the it games is three dollars <laughs> really <laughs> no. yeah. i don't remember which other monetary promises i made um <laughs> they happen periodically i think the only other one i can recall was perhaps bioshock and that was like years back when you're like how many people do you think will ever listen to this i was like two <laughs> you're like all right i can get two copies of bioshock i'm waiting for like a decade after like we end the podcast and somebody reaches out uh-huh. to like gmail they're like could you buy me this one game <laughs> i'll be like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll have stocked up on cd keys for it at that point um there's some destiny news i don't really care about it but tldr there was a community event um that i didn't even log in to check and it was supposed to be completed over the course of several weeks but people found a dupe glitch and completed it in fewer than 24 hours yeah i logged in today and i saw a thing i'm like what is this thing and they're like the thing's done i'm like okay and i went about like doing a couple (laughs) missions or quests and then i see Mm -hmm. the note from jake i'm like Ah, (laughs) yeah you can still get your personal reward so it's not like it deprived anyone of anything but if you wanted to contribute towards the total amount of resources that were taken to rebuild the elixir quarters is what it was um or improve the elixir elixir quarters that was done instantly (laughs) so like yeah i'm doing my part (laughs) Uh uh-huh um I mean, many of you probably already know this, but uh, the Steam sale is going on. That's going to go on through November 29th. So if you usually wait a little bit to listen to our episodes, there's a good chance that it's not it's not still running. But um, otherwise, there was some there was some stuff in there I was potentially interested on uh, interested in on my list. I had a Rift Breaker, uh, which is like a single player like top-down tower defense action mech game red dead redemption 2 which everybody knows about and then dead by daylight so might look at some other stuff but that's what i've got did you have any that you had picked out to look at dave no like i don't i don't typically steam sale as much anymore i feel Mm -hmm. like you're like hey have you seen that thing and i'm the person who is a bit of a goblin has gone through like 40 pages or something years ago and i'm like none of this right. interests me um <laughs> like i already had them <laughs> wait, like some of it's like the things that i'm like really excited about typically i've already picked up so like yes. when i was following tunic mm-hmm. or something else i'm usually like yes that um but i'm also very much a saddled man so i don't mm. get enjoyment from a lot of things or i just <laughs> like view it from like oh i wouldn't enjoy that and i stand right. by it for a lot of it because typically I'm good at knowing if something's not my jam, which is why I avoid things like JRPGs. Um, mm-hmm. But it's possible there is something in there that would catch my interest, and I just don't have enough context of it or enough knowledge. And I right. need somebody to essentially kick me in the butt or recommend it to me. Perfect right. example is Control. I knew nothing about Control. I didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. And then friend uh, Demucci was like, hey, it's really good. It's like, okay, I'll check it out. We're like, yeah, this actually slaps. So, yeah. again, that's why I always enjoy recommendations from people. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you know if any of the ones I pick up, should I end up picking any of these up? I'll, I'll let you know which ones are good. I know Red Dead's good, but it's also, it's a very long game. It's a very slow pace, and it's the one I'm most kind of on the fence about taking it out of the cart, even though it's like, yeah. it's like 20 bucks or less on the sale. The thing is, it's, like, I probably have... 30 items on my wish list and like whenever mm-hmm. i see them go on sale i'm always like eh, i don't know yeah yeah different mood it's like i'm kind of loosely following it like i hear something called routine uh, mm. which looks kind of futuristic and robotic um don't know too much about it atomic heart i mean i guess that's not released yet warhammer yeah. 40k mechanicus mm-hmm. we've heard heard about that i think a little bit Atomic Heart does look kind of interesting, but it's not coming out this month. Yeah, I need like a certain impetus for some of these. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, there's there's thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of games out there. It would drive one crazy to pour through, pour through them all the time. And the sad reality is there's a bunch of worthy games out there we would enjoy, 
that we don't know about. Um, but I'm going to play the games I do know about rather than looking at all the ones I don't. So that's why, you know, like you said, recommendations are important. And to everybody out there who like has a great game they're very passionate about or games, but they're not willing to really share with them. I say to them, fine, then keep your secrets. Mm hmm. We're going to be sued by a new line cinema. A new line <laughs> cinema now. I've sadly yeah. referenced three things in this episode already. <laughs> um, I got a, I got a little bit of uh, rapid fire news here. Do I care about all of these? I don't think I do. We'll we'll hit a couple. Um, some of it. I mean, obviously, we talked about the merger uh, that's you know underway and going through regulations between uh, Microsoft and ActiBlizz. Um, but Phil Spencer, like, so he's the CEO of Microsoft gaming. Um, he just has like some great lines that just cut to the core of, of, of my belief as a gamer. Um, he's like, I'm excited about Starcraft for the future. And I'm like, who, uh, cause Blizzard's not. <laughs> so if somebody at literally the top of the company is like, I mean, I can't promise anything cause we don't own the company yet, but I would love Love to uh, to uh, expand it. I'm like, yes. Um, and also uh, the other the other good news kind of here was um, Star uh, Starfield, as uh, you guys are probably familiar with, um, which is Bethesda's upcoming Oblivion in space or whatever the crap it is. Uh, I was excited for it. It was supposed to come out on eleven eleven. You'll notice it wasn't on our released games list because it got pushed back a year, uh, but. Phil Spencer was literally like, I'm just going to quote him here. Uh, we have experienced shipping games too early, but in hindsight, when you look at a game like Starfield, which has taken so long and so much investment in new IP from the team, the decision to give the team the time to build the game they feel they should be building is just the right thing to do. Again, I love that quote. I don't want to like circle jerk corporate, right? Because that that's bad. Right, but I mean, it is a positive thing for not. It's not promoting crunch. I think is exactly the yes. big thing, big takeaway from that. Because typically, it's a uh, everything is smoke and mirrors with marketing. Because again, they're like, "Hey, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the best thing ever. It's gonna like everything." I thought of was immediately inappropriate. It's gonna be the best <laughs> in your life, right? It's gonna be the uh -huh. best. That's how it's always promoted. And then yeah. something comes out and then it's not. Um, so I think promoting, hey, we want to make sure it's good. Awesome. But I think canonically and historically, Starfield has been waiting to come out for <clears throat> how long? It's like it's, it's several years, but it wasn't announced like a crazy amount of time. I'll look up when it was announced. This one's not like it's not like Cyberpunk. It wasn't like seven years. Okay. Um, announcement date. Uh, that's not correct. That one's also not correct. You're gonna have to buy me time. Uh, time usually costs about two dollars a minute, depending on uh -oh. which site you go to. I have how much do I have in my pocket? Mm. Got some money at the ATM. I probably got let's say forty bucks. Got two twenties. Yeah, in here. this is. This isn't going to help me. Who can I me. pay this to to buy the time? Okay, wait, I'll go to, to the page. Uh, 2018. E3 2018. Okay, that's not the worst. Yeah. Like four years where some of those years stretched over COVID. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too up in arms about a delay here. Um, what I really... The reason this seems like a positive thing for me is... Cyberpunk is still fresh in my memory, right? And Cyberpunk had potential to be a much better game if they literally would have delayed it like a year. So I would rather a game... <laughs> well, maybe not to this extent. I was going to say I'd rather a game never come out than come out before it's done because this is how you get things like Star Citizen. But um, like there's clearly a point when it's like, please don't take this away from me before I can like make it good. 
And executives are like, nah, we need to make it good. <laughs> it's like, we've coked up the masses and they'll tear us apart if we don't give them a freaking game. Um, and Microsoft is so big that they don't even care about money, I don't think. Right? Like, I think any any large corporation falls under that boat where they have so much money that they can fuck up several times over and still be okay. Yeah. And Phil Spencer, like, everything i've read about him he 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 seems pretty legit i'm ready for him to be part of a major controversy now that i've said that but like his background is like playing a lot of these games he apparently was like one of the developers on this is a classic this is an old game um encyclopedia in carta <laughs> cd <laughs> um but uh, yeah, he's he's been around for a long time and he doesn't have all of this sludge attached to him that these like massive publishers do. So I want to believe I don't know if I do, but I want to. Cautious optimism. Yes, that one. Hmm. Do you have any news? I'm getting married. <laughs> oh, nice. We probably should have had the episode be about that. <laughs> um, okay, well, if you if, you, if that's the news, uh, I've got. I'm trying um, to think of something more exciting next week. I'm sorry. That's fair. Uh, oh, Overwatch two space next week. Oh, that's good. Space. That's space where my, that's where my wedding is in space. Oh, well, that's how you can ensure that no one else bothers you. I guess uh, like billionaires, billionaires will be the only people to bother you in space. Um, but yeah, Overwatch 2 apparently hit triple the original peak, which is crazy. So 35 million players in its first month. That's a large number. If you were boycotting the game, your efforts were for naught. That's it. That's what, that's the, that's the tone I want to end on. Um, but if you guys have wedding well wishes for Dave, who definitely is being married in space, um, we're going to have to beam them up like through satellite phone or something. I wonder if satellite phones get really good reception if you're in space. Um, you can send this into soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Would the asteroids get in the way?